Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to episode number 132 of Thyroid Nation Radio, live talk show and podcast brought to you by Just Thrive Probiotic. I'm Dana. And I'm Tiffany, and we'll be your hosts for this morning. And we're going to celebrate our three-year anniversary for just a minute because we didn't have a show that day. <laughs> we have done this show for three years now, which is really fabulous. Uh, we've had some wow. amazing guests, lots of fun. And um, I'm just grateful and honored to, to do this for you guys and to have such a great co-host. It's so much fun. And we love our sponsor. I mean, it doesn't get any better than this. I don't, I don't think it does. I really don't. <laughs> I have enjoyed it so much, and it, we've learned incredible amounts talking to all these people over the last three years, right? And this is a perfect place for us to be at three years, today's guest. Seriously. I know. It is. Right? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Hey, I thought I didn't right? think about that. You're so smart sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it can happen amazing. occasionally. <laughs> Today, oh we are talking with certified life coach, Reiki master, yoga and meditation instructor, Molly Hamill Ferguson, about how to listen to the thyroid healing expert within. It's all about mindset and lifestyle. It's headed towards that direction. People keep up. It is, it is really a real thing. It's not, it's not woo-woo. Mindset is everything. So... And on that note, before we talk about our fabulous sponsor, we um, are launching our new product soon. We'll be announcing it uh, next week, I think. But it is a living, breathing, like a living, breathing, fabulous, gorgeous lifestyle support magazine. And it has expert written content and fabulous instructional cooking videos. It is very supportive, a fabulous forum it's going to be really, really neat. Jenny and I have been working really hard. And positivity hard. and oh, color and beauty, right? Yes. Things that make us feel good. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm super excited for you. Yep. So that will be happening soon. Okay. Just Thrive. Go for it, Tiff. Absolutely. ThriveProbiotic.com. We are so grateful to have this sponsor. Such an amazing and unique probiotic, spore-based Uh, verified to survive gastric acid, studies showing its um, authenticity. You know, there's a lot of probiotics that aren't well studied. They can say whatever they want, and that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to do what it says. So gluten, dairy, sugar-free, non-GMO, it is proven to reduce endotoxins, triglycerides, and the symptoms of leaky gut. So uh, get on their email list, get some Thrive Probiotic, uh, it is over-the-counter. You do not need a practitioner. Very unique. ThriveProbiotic.com. They also have a product called K2, which I've been taking because my doctor told me to double my dose of vitamin D, which was always, which was also you know, really high. It is a K2-D3 supplement, right. but right. Um, I've been sick, and so has everybody in the house. So we were told to double up, and I just read an amazing article from Karen about, uh, you know, the dangers of vitamin D3 without uh, also supporting it with K2. And they have a fabulous K2 product with Just Thrive. So definitely check it out. Absolutely. K2 and magnesium. You can take all the D you want to, but without those things, Mm -hmm. not much much might happen. (laughs) That's right. Oh, my goodness. Well, my dear, with no further ado, it looks like she is with us. So let's get this Thyroid Nation thriving Good morning. Good morning, ladies, and congratulations on your anniversary. It's so exciting. Thank you. Three years. Thank you. Yeah. What an accomplishment. It seems like it just blew by, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And we have had the coolest guests. We felt so very lucky. And one of the things we really wanted to do was uh, keep the show from being too structured. And mm-hmm. and that's probably because that's what I like uh, for me. Some people probably like more structured. But it's it's proven to be very, um, you know, it feels like you're hanging out with friends. And I've enjoyed that part of the show immensely. Like we had Dr. Ben Lynch on the show not too long ago. And he commented later after the show that it was a really different and fabulous show for him. So I um, feel very grateful. 
So thank you for joining us And that today, was your Molly. intention. That yeah. was your intention for the show. I remember when we first talked about it, when you when you first asked me to do it with you, subdues that I want this to be like two people having coffee with these people. And yeah. you know, it was cool and that's what, what we've stuck to and I, I love that. It's just we get to know you. Yeah, we do. We do. So thanks so, for joining us. How are you? Thank you for joining us. I'm so good. I'm excited to be here. And I am a Libra, like astrologically. So I was so excited when you were talking about your new program on like beauty and all of this stuff. It sounds amazing. Oh, <laughs> right? you're going to love it. Um, yeah, I'm a it's Libra color. Too. It's everything that makes yeah. you feel good. I know. You know, yeah. color and beautiful places and positivity and you know, we talk about that all the time. We're in the thyroid world. There's so much. Don't do this. Don't do that. You know, we feel yeah. bad. Stories of feeling bad, which is really important. But it's also so important to counterbalance that with stuff that makes you feel good. <laughs> you know? Yes, I totally agree. That was like one of the key lessons for me is I, I realized I was being really robotic. So it was like, eat this, don't eat that. And it, and it started to feel very fear-based for me. And I was like, okay, I need to, I need to flip this around because this is, I can be eating all the right food, but if I'm stressed out as I'm doing it, then I'm kind of wiping out the benefits. You know? Well, and so that's I love such that a good point. That. That's yeah. such a good point because it doesn't really matter. It, um, you know, if you're eating all those fabulous things, and your mindset says, oh, this is awful, or I don't like this, or whatever you, you know, get up and think that day, it's not going to help. It's not going to be beneficial. Before we get into some really cool, juicy, fun stuff, including a live yeah. meditation, which I'm so, I'm so excited to do a guided meditation with you because I've heard some of your other meditations. So I think that'll be really fun for the listeners today. But before we get yeah. into that, let's talk about your story. You definitely have Hashimoto's yeah. and you're a thyroid patient. Mm-hmm. So tell us. Tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, I mean, you know, I have some of the classic behavioral patterns of thyroid people. And, you know, I was always super motivated and very, you know, successful at a young age. And then it was like my body just would not give me energy. (laughs) It's like, what's going on? Why am I not motivated for the first time in my life? Like, I'm confused right now. And I was just tired all the time and um, but I, I kept, you know, like many people being told that I was a specimen of health. And to that point in my life, all I ever had was like a sinus infection. So I didn't know questions to ask and, you know, that there's doctors to go to outside your PCP. And um, so it was actually <laughs> kind of funny how the whole thing started. First, my hairdresser said to me, like, your hair is really curly out of nowhere. Are you pregnant? And I was like, no. And she said, you might want to get your thyroid checked. <laughs> and then I was at one of my Reiki meetings and a few of my friends who are intuitive said, you're having an issue with your thyroid. So then I, I went to my acupuncturist and demand, who I'd been working with for a long time, demanded a full panel on my thyroid. And then I was like, because my doctor thought that was crazy that my hair, you know, dresser and some intuitive friends were telling me that I had a thyroid issue. So long story short, I ended up finding the right, um, an amazing naturopath and health coach. And it obviously changed my life, how I operate and um, the work that I do. And for me, the biggest thing was that my body just wasn't, it, it wasn't like getting where I wanted it to be. And I realized I was kind of like, quote, doing all the right things, but in terms of like eating and, and going to bed and kind of like some of the, you know, the basic recommendations, but I don't want to say basic because they're, you know, it's a big lifestyle shift. My body was still not budging. My body was still not healing. And for me, what ended up happening was, yes, a combination of the right medicines and supplements and foods. But on a deeper level, it was like my body telling me, I am so sick of you being critical to me. And I'm so sick of you stressing me out all the time through your lifestyle and through how I just was going about life. And so for me, my body started finally healing when I learned how to live life differently. Like when I learned how to look in the mirror, no matter if I was completely inflamed or, you know, thinking that I look great that day and and loving my body and talking positively to it. And, you know, when I first started talking to people about that, they're like, that's crazy. I'm like, I know, but it works. (laughs) So I'm like, it's free too. So much so many things cost money in this journey of healing and that's just, you know, free and, and learning not to, 
I realized that I was a lot of the actions that I took and a lot of the things that I did in life were coming from a place of fear and feeling like I wasn't good enough. And so shifting that and healing that into coming from a place of I'm, I'm always good enough, you know, um, was when my body started finally healing. And, and I realized that this is a piece that I want to be talking about more because there's such amazing information out there on food and um, other lifestyle interventions. But I was like, this inner stuff that's super fascinating, you know, emotionally and mentally, I'm like, we're not talking about this enough. So that's how, kind of how I started talking about it because for me it was the way that I ended up healing in conjunction, like I said, with other um, interventions that I was doing. Um, yeah, wow. I think that's awesome, and I, you know, that's a similar. Uh, that's a similar thing that we have experienced was that everything can look totally perfect in mm-hmm. the thyroid and nutrients yeah. and all of these different things, and then there are just some people that still aren't well. And that spiritual component, mm-hmm. that that self plug in, uh, you know, is what's missing. It's it's paramount in healing. I don't think, I honestly don't think you can really get there without addressing this that that's where we are that's why we're saying it three years this is a great you get you're an awesome guest for us because you know i think after so many years that's what that's what the conclusion that dan and i've come to is that there's a spiritual component that no one talks about Mm -hmm. you know like you said a lot of these women are you know they're they're super high achievers they're you know they've done amazing things they do amazing things and all these things and they're just pooped out and they've you know not in touch with their body anymore and mm-hmm. they've, you know, they've ignored all of the signs and symptoms. Like it's like telling the body, "No, I'm going to keep. We're going to keep going, right? We're going to keep going." The body's like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, no, we're not. We're not. We can't. <laughs> I cannot go at this pace." Right. So until you actually <laughs> plug that back in, and your body mm-hmm. learns to trust you again, you can't. You can't yeah. fully heal. I mean, I, I can't tell you. I agree with that 175 percent. And Tiffany, you're kind yes. of the, you're kind of there right now, which is which is a really neat and unique perspective to be watching from this point of view. You know, you've kind of just let go of worrying about all this and that, and you're just kind of happy, and you are feeling better. Um, you've let go of some of that. You know, like part of it is also like the shame or the guilt, like you know. And I don't think and Facebook the group, yeah. Well, Facebook group admins or doctors or pharmacists or book authors or whoever mean meant for this to happen but it it all kind of seemed to be like if you're not doing this then you're not going to heal and so people started doing well you know I had gluten today and they started shaming themselves people started jumping through hoops and they were exhausted yeah and and they started saying oh my god they started not celebrating the small victories and relishing the the things they are doing and that's where the yeah. the teeter totter is, is has shifted which is why we need so much to talk about the spiritual um you know level of things because really when you say to yourself as opposed to oh my god i had gluten or you're in a facebook group and they're like you can't have any gluten or you're out of this group or whatever it is oh my gosh mm-hmm. i mean it's so there's um, a lot of that <laughs> yeah it's so awful it's nobody's accepting of you know and we're all so different and what if you were driving for 10 hours and you didn't have anything else to eat, so you had to drive through and get something? I mean, you just never know people's situation, right? right. So to shame people yeah. and make them feel guilty, I really think that we're, we're hopefully leaning towards a tipping point as far as that goes because I really believe celebrating those small so. victories is so it's powerful. Huge. And being positive. I, I know that mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the negativity can be consuming, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, don't you agree, Molly? And then all of a sudden, you're like, you're just, you're, you feel like you're drowning, and it's that oh simple yeah. shift of positivity that can can pull you back, you know, throw you that lifesaver and say, hang in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I it's, mean, I get it. Trust me, like we've all been there. You've both been there, Tiffany and Dan. I've been there. I mean, I've had, you know, like when I was in bed for three months, for example, my husband's like, um, that's not normal. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's the side effects of these diseases, they're not a joke, but at the same time, like, I am so committed to raising the consciousness level of this community because every time I go on Instagram, every time I go on Facebook, it's like another joke about thyroid fatigue. And I understand on one level how that's important to feel like we're part of a community and we're not alone because 
we do feel alone sometimes in this journey because our family and friends don't understand it's the invisible disease, right? But I just, I guess my challenge would be like, are you uplifting your, the people in your community or does it help right. them seeing that for the millionth time? I mean, I don't know, like, but I think we need to start looking at that as a community. Right. And, and being, for me, being a fairly, you know, positive person, uh, you know, the being diagnosed and trying to figure things out and everything, it was uh, that constant influx of information and opinion and mm-hmm. you know hearing so much about not feeling well literally shift me into this shifted me into this very negative place and then mm-hmm. it, it really was like gasping for air trying to get above it you know and i had to actually stay out of mm-hmm. you know people that i really valued their experience mm-hmm. and but i couldn't i just couldn't take it and it and it became where it was almost me making me further out of touch with my own body because there is nothing yeah. standard in my opinion about thyroid care and having worked with so many thyroid clients i can tell you every single one of them is different different medication different nutrient deficiencies yeah. different challenges in lifestyle different relationship concerns different i mean just everybody's different so to mm-hmm. have this, you know, this is standard, this is how it's going to work, and all of these people, you know, waiting to get this information, you know, waiting through all this information and doing all these different trials of things, mm-hmm. and it just, it it actually puts their healing further back. Does that make sense? You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. okay, stay mm-hmm. off the computer, drop the books. Mm-hmm. I mean, just tune everybody out and and literally, like, do some self-check-in. I mean, Dan and I talk about it all the time. That's why I'm like, this is a super exciting guest for three years for us because this is, in my opinion, this is a healthy 80% of the battle right here, what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in order to heal and to be well and to move forward and to not have that be the forefront of your day, Right, I wake up and I don't think about my thyroid. <laughs> I mean, no, I wake there. up every morning and you're thinking about your thyroid, even if you're dragging yourself out of bed, and you're thinking about cortisol and adrenals and thyroid and this and that. Eh, stop right there. <laughs> stop right there. Let's pick up a new habit. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, you're awake. You're alive. Yeah. You can yeah, move your feet to your the day. side of the bed. Even if they feel like bricks, you're still you're still awake. You have another mm-hmm. day of life, another day to be better. And I swear that that is so contagious. And it will it shifts the mindset. And then all of a sudden the next day will be that much easier. Like I I don't know. For me that was it was huge. Huge. Like I'm just not going to listen to anyone else. I'm being a rebel at this point. <laughs> Yeah, it's like an obnoxious little child. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's horrible, but it's true. No, but it's like you you just had to tune that out to learn to to listen to your expert within because she is in there and she's going to guide you to health faster than any other expert out there because, like we were just talking about, your body is different than everyone else. And, you know, even relating to symptoms like you just talked about is – can change your life if you learn how to relate to them differently in my experience. Like at first it was just like, oh, I'm so frustrated because I'm tired. And then it was like, well, why don't, why don't I just try to understand why my body's tired? Instead of being angry that I'm feeling tired, why don't I try to understand how I might have contributed to this, you know, through mind, body, food, like whatever it is. Even that like just takes the pressure off um, and allows your body to feel a little more peaceful and getting out of bed like you just described and instantly getting mad at yourself because you don't have the energy that you want or whatever. I mean, if you just it think about it. reminds me of. I was just going to say, if you think about it, you know, a lot of people, if you, if you close your eyes and imagine what some people's bodies look like on the inside, chaotic, angry, mad at themselves, mm-hmm. these Hashimoto's right. patients, if you can just imagine what that looks like and just tell them, just calm down. It's right. okay, and believe that and see it, like, so many things would melt away. It would be so much easier if you weren't so mad at yourself and guilty and mm-hmm. or feeling guilt and shame 
about all the stuff that's out there regarding your health mm-hmm. and the adrenals and all of that, right? Can't you just picture you know what, what reminded people's me? bodies look like on the inside? Just this, right? this, this mad. I mean, it just makes me want to just yell to them, like, just take some deep breaths. You know, it's okay. almost like treating your treating your body like a child, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I have four kids, but when your child is <laughs> exhausted and you know weepy and right, you you get you lean down to their level and you're like, "Honey, what's wrong? What's what's the matter? Are you tired? Are you hungry? You know, right? That's kind of how I feel about my body at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, what do you need? It's like literally getting to that point where we talk back to ourselves and say, okay, okay, I understand I'm I'm not listening. What is it that you need? Because literally like for weight to drop, for for all of these brain fog, I mean all of these things are the body saying, hello, hello, can you hear me? (laughs) Can you hear me? Hello. (laughs) And we're like, no, 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 I I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this. And mm-hmm. I have to tell you, Molly, I've got to, I've got to share one of your quotes. Is that, if, is that that's okay? Oh, so one of your quotes is, I am worthy because I exist, period, end of story, mm-hmm. and so are you. Mm-hmm. I literally almost cried when I read that. I was like, that is so brilliantly simple, mm-hmm. and it's a mantra, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have to change the world to be important. I don't have to be the best in my field. I don't have to be I don't have to be these things. I am important because I woke up and I'm here. And that is I was like, that's profound. Girl, kudos. Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. That, that one spoke you. to me I in mean, particular. Yeah. No, <laughs> right? Because, period. That's you know, it. End of story, girl. Like, yeah, like that's that's it. I mean you know, perfectionism is definitely one of the behavioral tendencies connected to thyroid disease and the and adrenal is that self-worth piece. And, you know, most of us have a little bit of both of that going on. And autoimmune is that fight or flight where we're used to, you know, similar to the adrenals, not feeling good enough. And so we try to be perfect. It's this whole lovely, ugly cycle. <laughs> and that's why our body Right, it's like, up, who are you, you know? trying to impress? Yeah. I did a yoga class last night, and they they asked me a question at the very end, and she said, and it was a great yoga class, so kudos out to Mm -hmm. Annalisa at Big Bear Yoga for inviting me. But um, Mm -hmm. they were doing a QA and a on um, thyroid and essential oils and different things at the end. But the very first question she Mm -hmm. asked me, she says, what is the number one thing that we can do for beauty? Okay, so that's a profound question, really. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I answered the way that she was expecting. Oh, gosh, no, probably not. <laughs> because I said the number one thing you can do for beauty is love yourself, mm-hmm. is to really be okay with the person that you are, the wrinkles, the the melasma, wherever you are in your life, to be able to love yourself in that moment is literally, and we all know those women, those women that just own it. They own the aging. They own whatever it is, right? We all go, hmm, that's a beautiful woman, right? Mm It has nothing to do with physicality. Mm -mm. It has Mm -hmm. to do with the fact that they just genuinely love every ounce of themselves. And it's not not in a conceited way or, you know, boastful and things like that. It's just they just own it. That is Mm -hmm. like the single most critical thing for beauty is being that in that self-accepting moment. And I think that's an enormous challenge for most women, particularly in this day and age. Huh? It's not Mm -hmm. easy. It really isn't. I mean, we haven't been taught or trained growing up to love ourselves and, and, you know, at least I wasn't. Um, And so I think if you could just take baby steps in doing it, it doesn't have to be where you look in the mirror and go, I love you instantly of course that would be helpful mm-hmm. because you you know what you see and say your body listens to and, and reacts to so if you can do that that would be great but it's really difficult for people I don't think um you know we we give that enough love really it's okay if you're not feeling it like that's okay it's, it's not easy to just love yourself I mean you're mad and you're frustrated you've got this extra weight or you don't have any energy or you've got extra wrinkles or you've got I don't know, your hair's falling out. So 
it, we're not saying that it's just this easy overnight thing where you just wake up and go, I love myself. Yay. Right. It's not necessarily right. that One easy. One day to the next. Right. It's training. It is training. So yeah, give us choice. some training, training yeah. tips, Molly. How do we learn to love, to love the, the you of you? Wow. I mean, we could probably talk about that for a week, but <laughs> right. That's a conference. A That's a weekend. A weekend with yeah. Molly. <laughs> um, you know, something that I did was I, I think one of the big shifts for me was. Um, with my inner dialogue, I just started treating my body like a third party for a while, like to transition towards having a loving relationship with it in that I would um, almost pretend like it was a friend and like, would I say this to a friend? You know, if my friend was feeling run down right now, would I tell her that she's fat and ugly and, you know, whatever else? It's like, no, I would be running over and bringing her soup and comforting her, you know? And so... You know, it did feel a little forced at first, but for me, that was like a way of like, well, what if I were to just treat my body like my friend? How would that sound different? How would that feel different? How would that look different? And um, this really interesting thing happened for me anywhere, anyway, where this like well of compassion opened up within within myself where I realized how hard I was being and how much I didn't deserve to be that way towards myself. And now it's just more of a choice. I'll catch myself or I'm able objectively to just go, oh my gosh, I'm a little snuffy today. And like, but it has no weight, you know what I mean? It has no, there's no emotional charge behind it. It's like, I still love myself and I still love my body. And it's just leaning into it a little bit more. It's not something that happens overnight. We get triggered, you know, just like symptoms, they pop up sometimes, but it's just a choice to lean back into that space of love and out of that space of criticism awareness hmm. I like that I know I'm thinking okay it's time to do the, um, this, do this 10 minute guided meditation because she's already got me prepped and ready now <laughs> I'm we all both, ready for we some, both just did the hmm. I'm ready for some Molly talking for some Molly talking uh, okay does yeah, that sound good I, to you? Do you so just want to put a timer on and we'll just sit here and we'll just uh, let you do the talking and walking? Yeah, sure. I mean, this is just like a four-minute meditation because oh, okay. I know um, sure. I, that's one of the things I like to teach people. I'm like, just three minutes, we can, like, get you relaxed. So you don't Let's have do to it. do meditation for an hour. <laughs> okay. Although you can. Um and before I just jump in, the other thing I'll say is, like, there's no right or wrong with meditation. I get that question, like, what's the best for thyroid? I'm like, whatever feels good to you, do it. Like, that's all. There's no right or wrong. So if you're not already, let's have you get seated comfortably. Elongating your spine. And close your eyes. And just begin to bring your focus inward into your third eye space, which is our center of intuition, our higher knowledge, which is located in between and slightly above our eyebrows. And placing your hands over your heart center, signaling to your body, just take a minute to let your heart open, your mind relax. And allow your breath to start coming long and deep in through the nose, allowing the belly to completely expand and fill with air. And on the exhale, allowing it to completely release through your nose as your navel point glides back towards your spine, allowing all of the breath completely out of your body. Continuing the cycle, just Long, deep, body-filling breaths. Observing your breath. Watching each inhale. Noticing each exhale. If anything comes up for you, like a thought or a feeling, just notice it. 
and return your attention to your breath, consciously connecting with that flow of your breath. Next time you take a long, deep inhale, I want you to suspend the breath in the body for a moment, unless you're pregnant. Suspend the body, the breath in your body, holding the breath and pressurizing every cell of your body, so squeezing your feet, your legs, your hands, your arms, your face, squishing your face together, holding, holding, squeezing, squeezing. And exhale, release the breath out of your nose, relax the pressure. And we'll do that one more time. Inhale deeply. Hold the breath. Pressurize every cell, squeezing your face, squeezing your arms, squeezing your hands, your stomach, your legs, your calves, your feet. Squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. Hold, hold, hold. Relax the tension and release your breath. Keep your attention internal. Bring your hands down to your lap. Follow your breath for a couple moments, allowing it to return to its natural rhythm. Taking a few moments to absorb all of the energy shifts that you feel just in that simple breathing exercise. When you're ready, you can open your eyes. Got mom. Hmm. Do you really feel a little shift there? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, like. Sometimes we want to overcomplicate and really like just taking a few minutes of breathing can completely shift the trajectory of our day and what's going on in our body. So I'm giving all of you permission to just do three minute meditations if that is what works for you. I love that. You know, I mean, I think we underestimate breathing so much. I remember the very first yoga class I took, which was not very long ago, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like four months ago. And I realized throughout this yoga class that I did not know how to breathe. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and it was it was really a very profound moment because I'm like I could not believe how energized and amazing I felt just breathing properly. You know, the clarity in yes. it and it's almost like it got it got oxygen to my brain. I know that sounds really simple and silly. Mm-hmm. But the clarity of thought and and everything, just being able to breathe properly. I did yeah, not know well, how I mean, to breathe. It's an amazing shift, and you know our brain follows our breath. So if we are in those moments of, you know, like we were just talking about, maybe criticizing ourselves or feeling scared around some of the symptoms we're experiencing, just taking a minute to breathe. You don't even have to think about it. Your mind will immediately start calming down. So breath is a huge friend of yours in this process of healing. And I have a a little tidbit that I learned. Oh, actually, I already knew this, but I want to share it with you anyway. We were Mm -hmm. at the doctor for my son the other day, and he told him, asked him to take a deep breath, and you could see him, and he took a breath, and it was all up in his chest. Yeah. And the doctor Mm -hmm. said, Okay, that's one way to do it. Um, but I want you to mm-hmm. practice breathing from your belly, you know, your mm-hmm. midsection. Um, mm-hmm. And so that the shoulders are like the last thing that you think about or, you know, the, the upper chest is the last thing you think about when you're taking a deep breath. And it may seem over-exaggerated, but really that's where we need to be breathing from. And he said, you know, breathing up here is a fight or flight type of breath. Mm-hmm. And that's so true, especially adrenal, thyroid, you know, your, mm-hmm. your fight or flight, your cortisol, 
you don't want to have that exasperated and exaggerated during the day all day long. And that is how I breathe. That's how my mom breathe, breathes. Um, and I told why, my son after we left that I said, it's not easy. For some reason, mm-hmm. breathing is kind of hard. I mean, you know, you think you don't have to think about it. But every time I stop and catch myself and go, where am I breathing? I'm almost never breathing from my belly. And so mm-hmm. it's something you really kind of have to work on. And one of the things he said was, you know, it, you can't be in fight or flight mode when you're having a calm breath. Yeah. So it just triggered when you said that a moment ago, you know, it's very relaxing and things. It's mm-hmm. probably very healing as well. You can't be in fight or flight when you're breathing this way. And we need to be more well, think in this about a position, right? When your body, when your body, you know, makes you sigh, that how that feels. It's very comforting. It's it's like a, a whole different level. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's huge. Oh, breathing yeah. is huge. <laughs> breathing properly, it's huge. Yeah, and I think we, we need do, to do a we need to do a, a a show just on breathing. Period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like how to breathe. <laughs> Yeah, we have done that before, you know. Did you forget already? <laughs> I, oh, that was with um. Oh gosh, Lauren? it's a three name. Lauren, Lauren. Tellick Kafitz. That's right. There we go. Yep, yep, yep. Boy, she was lovely too. Yeah. Experiencebreath.com. Check that out. Okay. Breathing is good for you. You know, people. Yeah, you know, they had these. They had these oxygen bars. I never went. We lived in Costa Rica, and I don't know. I never went. But, like, I always thought to myself, wow, I bet that's really amazing, probably because I don't breathe very well. That's probably why I thought it sounded so great, right? An oxygen bar? Yes. For real. No, you go and hook up to oxygen. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm sure they have those in the U.S., too. That's the first time well, I've No, they that, do, so. yeah. And, and so they hook you up to straight oxygen, and people are like, you know, it forces you to get good air and breathe. I'm thinking that sounds mm-hmm. fabulous. <laughs> well, let's go hang out at the oxygen bar. Because <laughs> Tiffany and I, that's all we need is a little bit more air to our brain. And we don't need any alcohol after that. We're just giggling, you know, period. No, probably but. not, you know. <laughs> all right, Molly, I've got a question for you. Uh-huh. And I, I just love this. What is wicked intuitive? And how do we achieve that? <laughs> I love that it it really is a profound statement. Wicked intuitive, like it's it means so much. So tell us what is wicked intuitive and how do we achieve it? Oh my god. Well wicked's kind of just a word that I use sometimes because I'm from Boston and everyone says wicked there. So I right. to my roots. Even though I've been in California for fourteen years. <laughs> so sometimes I like to throw in a wicked. Um, so wicked intuitive. So when you think of an intuitive, you know, you think of like, I don't know, going to some woman and connecting with some guys and stuff. But for me, what it is, is like just connecting with that voice inside of us that will guide us to the answers. You know, it's like befriending your body. And then that next level is like, using your breath, using whatever works for you to calm down the crazy mind and to tap into that wisdom within, which is there. It is there. It is there for all of us. But we're so used to relying on outside experts. And so at least in the thyroid healing process, for me, wicked intuitive means just learning my own body and making choices from that perspective. And breaking some of the rules, like, you know, I hate rice. My body does great with it. And I know a lot of people with, um, I don't mean disease, do not, but I don't allow their looks to affect me, <laughs> you know what I mean, because right. I'm, like, tuned into what I need. So, for me, that's that's what it means. It means, for me, peanuts over almonds and, like, some other weird things that my body is fine with that other people don't. Um, it means not judging myself when... Maybe I'm hungrier one day than the other and I need two lunches instead of one and then the next day I'm just not as hungry. It's it's just being tapped into what our needs are and listening to that voice that's constantly communicating with us. So I don't know. It's kind of out there. Does that make sense on any level? <laughs> it like did. 
No, okay. it's being, you know, epically in tune to yourself. I loved it. Yeah. I just yeah. love that wicked intuitive. <laughs> it just it just means like a whole different level of of intuition to me. That's what that says. Just, you know, it really have to listen. Like, yeah. And I love yeah, that you said peanuts over almonds for me because that works and you don't care what other people think because you're really just in tune with what you think. And that is what the whole yeah. mindset, lifestyle, you know, um, shift is going to be about. It's really just about being okay with you. Amen. There's the mantra. Celebrating yep. the small victories and being okay with it. Yeah, I had gluten today and, you know, I'm one of those people that can and I really don't care what you say. Mm-hmm. Because I'm oh, feeling yeah. excellent, and or whatever it may be, yeah. you know, soy or I don't know something that we're not supposed to have, nightshades or I don't know, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and just being okay with knowing who you are and what works for you and what doesn't, and being like, yeah, well, that works for me, so it works for me, and, and, and I'm happy. You know, yeah. I mean, even if something doesn't 100% work with you, but you, we have basic needs to belong. If you choose on occasions to do something that isn't the best for your body, do, do it wisely. You know, that's what I talk to people about. I'm like, if I know I, I, I have a big workout one day and, and um, a lot of expectations with my job and stuff like that, then I'm not going to eat something that um, is going to possibly trigger me you know I'm going to do it maybe on a Saturday when I can laze around and not you know stress myself out so it's like just getting to know your body on that level too and making decisions that work for you like breaking some of those rules when they feel good and feeling good about it you know enough of the guilt and shame (laughs) so Mm -hmm. so right that's so true I I had a very very young MS client and uh, when she came to me she said I've been referred to you because I've heard that you can help me cheat well. Because she had gotten to the point where she was uh, so stressed out. I I know that sounds terrible, but that was a huge compliment to me. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. That would be my logo. Like, I can help you cheat well. (laughs) Right? I can help you cheat well, right? Because MS is a very big deal, and... But she was so very young. I think she was only 20 or 21 years old and newly married. And she was not enjoying her life at all. She felt she was, you know, getting depressed because of all of these hoops. And she's like, I just don't, I just don't want to be alive like this. And I could understand that. I could get that. I, mm-hmm. I am one of those people that fully can wrap my head around that. And so cheating, well, obviously you can't just, you know, you can't just, jump off the wagon that's not going to work because you'll be you know um you know scrambling to get back to where you are right now but you can learn to cheat well and 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 part of that is being okay with this this is this is a conscious choice to do this Mm -hmm. you choose Mm -hmm. the timing of you know when's actually Mm going to be a good time to do it you know Mm -hmm. so many people when they restrict so many things, when they go out with their friend, they have a drink or two, a slice of cheesecake and a cheeseburger. You're like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. not going to fly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But right. there's ways of doing things where you still feel like you've had an enjoyable time that you haven't restricted and not partaken with your friends. And, and, you know, that's part of loving yourself. It's, it's, <sighs> it is so important it it really is. You just can't feel like you're not you're not living, you're not enjoying yourself and and um and I think so many people get to the point where they're following all of these rules and all of these hoops. My first question mm-hmm. is always, how is it working for you? How do you feel? Yeah. And they look at me like I feel awful. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm supposed to like all of these things are supposed to be like, oh, like you're supposed to feel well, and I don't. I'm unhappy, and I don't feel well, and this is awful. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. exactly. So this is where we start. You know what I mean? It's yeah. It's just we have to do that. We have to do that. <sighs> yeah, I, one totally. of my favorite phrases: "Joy is medicine." Like. Joy will heal you faster than anything else. Anything. Um, It gets our body online. So the more joy you can find, I know that sounds weird, like in the healing process, but the more you can lean into that, I mean, the faster you're going to heal. It's just, I'm sure you both see that with people that you work with and everything, but it's true. Well, 
it's that it is profound, you know, joy is medicine. You know, we're not saying, you know, forget talking to all the doctors and forget reading all the books, just walk no. around happy. I mean, it's a balance. No, right. no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> right, that is not what we're but, saying. But no, you need a nice medicine. balance. You need, you need all of it. Yeah, you need all of it, but you also need the balance. You need the joy. And if, you know, nightshades bring you joy, <laughs> then you need to implement them when you can, right? If you're not supposed mm-hmm. to be doing them, whatever your protocol is, joy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, is very healing. And so uh, I like that you said that. Yeah, and, like, what are some other ways? Like, I was, I come from a long line of women who bake, and I and really was feeling broken up, but I, quote, wouldn't be able to bake for the holidays one year. And then I realized, no, heck with that. I can still bake. I'm going to experience joy in the baking process even though I'm going to choose not to eat it. And I was able to do that. And I was able to see the joy of other people eating it. And for me, that worked that year. So it's like taking a step back and looking at it differently. Like how can I still experience joy in some of these activities without necessarily participating the same way? Well, that is pretty wicked intuitive because there's no way I could be baking for other people right now and not wanting some. (laughs) I'd be like, oh, "Oh, can I just have a bite? Come on, that looks really good. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <It's> teasing. <laughs> oh, we're silly. I know we can't help it. Sometimes I just go throw that out there. Just happens. <laughs> Where are you calling from, by the way? Um, I my husband and I just moved. We live in Sunset Cliffs, which is part of San Diego. Um, we live like ten minutes away, but I've been here for about fourteen years. So I love it here. Yeah, You're Tiffany's just, not very just far down away. The hill a little bit. A little bit down yeah. the hill. I'm in uh, yeah. Joshua Tree. Oh, okay, cool. You'll have to come um, up and enjoy some of the night sky and the and the oh, and the farmers the market. Park. You got to go check to and that the farmers, farmers market. market. Yes, every Saturday. Yeah, um, well, I was going to ask you, what does a day in the life for happy, balanced uh, Molly look like? You know, like you wake up, do you? Do you do a morning routine? Do you do you have little, you know, um, sticky notes of, you know, happiness around your? I'm trying to picture what what it looks like in my vision. Probably what what it really is is probably different. But I think it would be interesting for people to know how you try to maintain some of that positivity. Yeah, it's interesting. I was thinking about this a lot, you know, because we just moved, and so my routine got thrown off, and I noticed myself trying to like force my old way, which is get out of bed. Um, meditate immediately, you know, and then brush my teeth and, you know, eat and go about my day. And like, it just wasn't working for me right now. And Mm. I have totally switched it up. And I think for me, that's like one of the biggest things is like, we get to choose in every moment what works for us. And we have the power to decide if that's different today from tomorrow. I am a big believer in routines because I think the less we have to think about it, the more successful we're going to be like with meditation practices and different things, obviously I meditate daily, but um, you know, right now what's working is a new routine I just created that I'm loving and I wake up, um, I'm taking my pets outside for half an hour to get them acclimated to a new yard. And it's so fun watching them, you know, and then I'm eating breakfast and then I'm going hiking on the cliffs and I'm finding a new random spot every day to sit down and meditate. And then I finish my walk and I come home and right now that's working for me, you know? Um, so I'll continue this routine for a little while, but for me, meditation is an important key because I'm trained in Kundalini um, yoga and meditation. And it's like Yogi Bhajan, who is the master of Kundalini yoga said, it's like, we have to take out the trash in our mind every day before it collects in our subconscious. And so for me, I'm just happier, healthier, everything when I am taking a few minutes a day to tune in. And then some days, like I said, it's three minutes and some days it could be an hour. I mean, it just really depends on what I need and my schedule and everything else. But um, yeah, I definitely recommend meditation for everyone. And for me, getting outside is huge. Like I turn into a kid again when I'm on those cliffs. You know? <laughs> so mm-hmm. like, it really like brings up that joy energy, even though I have maybe stuff that day I, you know, I'm not really looking forward to like stuff at the house that I got to get done or whatever, you know, but, um, and another thing for me was like learning to 
schedule clients like when it's convenient for me instead of putting everyone else's needs first because I end up showing up better for them actually. So a lot of a lot of the stuff I learned in the um, thyroid healing process was about myself and what I want, which I used to think was kind of like selfish, and now I realize I'm able to give bigger and bigger to people by honoring those needs first. So it right. could be silly things, you know, it could be big things, but just owning that that's what you want and that you're worthy of doing it that way, whether it's switching up your routine or um, trying something new or quitting something that's not working for you, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, those are those are some of my wacky ways that help me. Um, and I journal a lot, too, because that's like my therapist. <laughs> I got to get the crazy. Right. Talking you know? to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I and love journaling. Some of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I love your laugh. Huge. It's funny because I'm in this like I'm in this flower filled moment because the show has just got me there. But I want to be laughing, and Tiffany and I are, are always laughing before the show. So instead, I'm just enjoying you laughing because I love your laugh. I just wanted you to know. And normally, I'd be laughing with you, but I've got the Zen thing on, so I just can't bring it out yet. But I'm a laugher, and so is Tiffany. So just know if we all got together in the same room, we would just be laughing. Yeah, we do that just a lot. <laughs> I've got to share another quote of yours, Molly. Intuition is my wisest voice. Clear the clutter and connect with your inner badass guru. She will guide you to a greater health and happiness faster than any book, diet, or expert. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just I love it. Yeah, like, let's be serious. There are some freaking amazing experts out there, and we need them. But to me, it's like digesting what they have to share and then using it for our own needs. You know, like Terry Wall, Wall's Protocol, that book changed my life when I was in the thick of healing. But I didn't do it 100%. You know what I mean? Like, I I found the the aspects that worked for me. Yeah, and, like, right. You got the power. Like, all of us have the power to do that. You're not wrong if you choose to modify it in a way that works for you. And I think that's one of the things, like, I just get so tripped up when I see people just being very robotic about they read something, so they have to do it that way, you know. And it's like, do you have to? Or is that, like, what's best for you, you know? So. Well, mm. and there's there's just so many different factors. People have so many different lifestyles. If you look at even, you know, mm-hmm. someone who's single, to someone mm-hmm. who's married, to someone who has children, to even Just, someone yeah. who has children in public school or children that are homeschooled. Like it is a mm-hmm. whole different, different paradigm, piece. each one of those mm-hmm. things, right? So when, and, and I, I agree with you, I, we absolutely want to say that we are incredibly grateful for the experts. Mm-hmm. You know, Isabella Wentz's mm-hmm. book, changed my life, yep. put me on the right path. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can mm-hmm. name, you know, a ton of books. Stacey Robbins and, and, you know, her shift of positivity and a different way of looking things and magic in the mess. And there's so many different things where we are incredibly grateful for all the experts. I, I agree with you. And, and that's not what the show is about. But I really, you know, like you said, it's a guide. We use these things. It has to resonate with us and as an individual for it to work. I mean, one of my favorite things is medical mindfulness, right? There are people who have cured themselves with no, you know, you know, whether it be in addition to conventional medicine or in lieu of conventional medicine, medical mindfulness, which was basically the way I look at that. You know, Lisa Rankin, an MD, she left her practice and, and went, traveled mm-hmm. the world to, because medical mindfulness works. She wants to, what is it about it, right? Personally, I think that it's a resonation with your body yes. that allows the body to heal. You have to be in tune. Once the the body and the beast, so to speak, or the or the the, you know, spirit and the body or however you want to put it, whatever resonates with you, that, that combination, when that is together as one, game's on. That's like a whole different realm. <laughs> I literally like could, 
couldn't agree with you more. I, it's, <laughs> it's so true. And when I, when I was in the thick of things, I was, cause I do visualization meditations a lot. And so I kept like trying to like do this visualization where I was clearing my body from attacking itself. And it just was not resonating at all. <laughs> so one night for bed, talk about like tapping in your intuition. I was like, God, universe, whatever, like somebody give me an answer of what's going on, what's really triggering this, because I'm just not resonating with some of what I read. So I woke up and I kept hearing Epstein Barr virus. Like, well, oh my gosh, I'm so sick, my intuition's broken. I don't even know what this means, you know? And then right. I was like, okay, well, I'll just visualize whatever this Epstein Barr is, you know, like that I can clear it through meditation. And then like three months later, I hear this guy, the medical medium who says that Epstein-Barr virus is like the cause of all of it. Like, I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, it was just once I read It's a sleeping that, giant. Some level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it felt better the next day when I visualized in my meditation, clearing that. So it, that resonated with me for, for my body. And, and that, so I so wholeheartedly agree with what you just said. Mindfulness. Oh, there's that's so a much flower to it. moment for me right it there. Is. There's so much to it. And it can be very simple and complex at the same time. But really, just mm-hmm. basically, you know, like some people used to say, you know, or some people have said, you know, um, well, isn't it, I don't know, uh, fake or whatever the word is, if, you know, you say all of these things and you don't really mean them. Like, I'm so great. Hi, how are you? And you, you turn on this happy mm-hmm. voice. To me, that is me. Mm-hmm. When I don't feel good or whatever it is, uh, you know, raising my vibe. I am raising yeah. my vibe. I may not feel good, but I'm raising my vibe on purpose because that feels better to me. And whether it's right. real or not to you, it doesn't really matter. For me, the mm-hmm. other feels yucky. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to raise my vibe. <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. and that's, it's really important, you know, to kind of, maybe talk to yourself. You know, some people think some of this is woo-woo and some of it's not. I don't really know, but we do know (laughs) that what we say to our mind, what we say, our body Mm -hmm. listens to. So why not say good things? Why not try to emanate good things? To me, it seems kind of simple, although sometimes. Well, not only that, but are you faking it or are you giving yourself therapy? Yeah, maybe. You're giving yourself Mm -hmm. therapy. So the very notion to, to say that, you know, someone was faking it is, is, you know, the antithesis of therapy and healing. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of one of those things where if this works for me and this works for you, like I I have to tell you, honestly, one of the biggest shifts in, in healing for me was, was speaking out loud, you know, because meditation for Mm -hmm. me in my head, you know, I'm one of Mm -hmm. those people that literally what comes out of my mouth is one millionth of what went through my head in that minute. (laughs) <laughs> so for me being like meditation like I'll open my eye I'm like is it is like something magical supposed to happen and I'll, I'll never forget I forget who we were talking to but I said how do you meditate I think it was Mark Ryan I said how do you meditate right that sounds so stupid but I know I'm not the only person out there that goes this is like Guantanamo Bay for me Okay, <laughs> to be alone in a moment with my head, you're like, oh no, well, oh no, babe, you got no idea what goes on in there. <laughs> we don't want to go there. But what worked for me was actually speaking out loud. Like I literally mm-hmm. have a physical conversation with the universe, literally, out loud. Yeah, crazy time. Totally right. I mean, I, I hope you're in your car in a private area. Otherwise, people when this go. Happens, Is so she I'm talking to herself? <laughs> <laughs> I totally do it in my car. That it. sounds terrible, but I do. I totally. But See? for me, I don't know why. I don't care why. It's working. Mm-hmm. It's working. Beautiful. It's like I feel like something that is much greater than me can hear me. Mm-hmm. You know, prayer for me as a child was like, you know, I was always kind of one of those kids that would bow my head, and I would, you know, of course, I always got the church giggles too, which just infuriated my mother. You know, it was like the more quiet it got, the louder the voices oh. in my head got, and then game Don't even start me. Stop laughing. Oh, God, terrible. But, um, <laughs> right? <laughs> but it was always, I would always look up. You know, no one ever teaches us to pray. 
or teaches us to, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe maybe we're not supposed to talk. Maybe, maybe we're not supposed to be taught. Maybe it's that point where we actually resonate with what prayer or meditation or whatever that is that means to us that aligns that that aligns that body and soul, whatever that is. I can't tell you what that is for Molly or for Dana. I can't tell you that. Mm-hmm. I can only mm-hmm. tell you what that is for me. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I was always one of those kids that would like open my eye in church like, is anybody else wondering if they're hearing something special? <laughs> I mean, it was terrible, but this works for me, being talking. I literally have a physical conversation out loud, what I'm afraid of what I need, what I want for myself mm-hmm. or other people, or, you know, it's almost like verbalizing that intention. Here it is, universe. This is where we are. And, man, that was a game changer for me. Game That's so changer. Beautiful. And I'm glad that you're sharing that because, I mean, on this thyroid level, it's like the energy behind it is we haven't shared our truth, you know, at some point in our life, whether it's a pattern or something new or whatever, you're sharing it. You're putting it out there. I mean, one of the things that I thought was so weird was chanting. I was like, I will never chant, even though a lot of Kundalini yogis do. And then I chanted a lot in my healing process, and it felt so good. It was something wow, about activating cool? the vocal cords. Yeah, like it just felt so good. So I think that's amazing that you found your way of connecting. And that's what each of us needs to feel comfortable finding our way and exploring it and experimenting with it and changing it if we want, you know. Letting it change, too, and being okay with that. This just Mm -hmm. makes me feel so accepted and loved. I'm so happy, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) This has been so great, Molly. Uh, We really appreciate you taking the time and hanging out with us. We want to do it again. So um, we're going to come down to San Diego. Tomorrow. Come on down. I would love to host you and congrats on your three-year anniversary. And on behalf of everyone, thank you for all of the work that you do to help this whole community. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank that you. So nice. Before thank we you let so you go, much. what's on the horizon, Molly? Mm-hmm. Anything on the horizon? Exciting uh, things for Molly? I mean, right and now, it doesn't even have to be professional. So <laughs> I'm a little distracted. <laughs> But, um, no, I'm working on a book proposal for my wacky ways because I think that this needs to be out there more. And, you know, I blog and all sorts of stuff. So, you know, my usual messages will be out and about all over the place. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Right now I'm just in a good flow of life. So I wish I had a more exciting answer for you. But No, that is great. I mean, moving alone, you're in that adjustment phase. You're in Mm -hmm. one of those. Yeah. Finding your norm again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That works. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well, well, we will. You. Thank um, you so much. We will see you soon. Thank we'll you. see you online. And uh, we thank you so much. Have a fabulous, fabulous California day. Thanks. Thanks, Tiffany. Thanks, Anna. Thank you. Bye, Bye Molly. <sighs> so lovely. Beauty inside and out right there. Oh, she is. And she's like a beauty queen, too. I mean, truly. I mean, and so beautiful inside and out. I mean, she just looks like a beauty queen to me. Like, she needs to go and win Miss World or something. I don't know. She just, right? especially no, after so talking to her and hearing her truth, she just has that kind of radiating thing about her. So um, yeah, that was really resonating fun. Resonating beauty. Of course, you can find all things Molly Hamill at mollyhamill.com, just like it sounds. She does have a Facebook group. You can ask to join Wildlife Tribe. Uh, She puts lots of fun, uh, happy things in there that make me happy. So check that out, too. And as always, a very big thank you to our listeners. We love doing this show. And if you love listening, how about a little review on iTunes? That would be so nice. And while you're there, if you want to listen to all the past shows, you can download them on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, definitely, definitely everywhere. So you can, uh, we can be with you wherever you want to go, walking down the street and visualizing whatever you want to with Dana and Tiffany in your head. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Dana and Tiffany in your head. Now, there's an interesting premise right there. Okay. Oh uh, Thrive Probiotic. If probiotics resonate with you and you're dealing with leaky gut and different issues, triglycerides, different things, 
thriveprobiotic.com. They are our sponsor, but we are both huge fans, very unique. So we were honored when they actually chose to be the sponsor for us. Mm, very. And we will be having Kieran. Karan? Kieran? I'm going to have to ask we how to say it again. On the show. I know we did, and Super I just still can't smart. get it right. Super smarty Amazing. in a couple weeks. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Right? And we'll be back on the super show. Super easy to understand. It's, uh, I, we just love talking to him. He is. Yeah. He'll be back on a few weeks. That's exciting. Also, sorry, I'd refresh really quick. Coming soon. Been working really hard behind the scenes with my partner, Jenny. Uh, think of it as your living, breathing lifestyle thyroid magazine. And we put the inspiration, information, and support you need all in one pretty, empowering place so that you can make the best choices for your health. Coming soon. Get on the mailing list, thyroidrefresh.com, so you can be the first to know when we launch, which is going to be soon. So, um, also check out our Facebook group, Hoshis and Graves, um, so we can you can see who the next upcoming guest is. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Dan and I want to remind you, this show just did nothing but confirm that all the way through our three years. We want to remind you that wellness is a journey. It takes continual maintenance and evaluation and checking in with yourself. That is the most important thing that you can do to heal. So make sure to always listen to that amazing, unique body of yours and be mindful of what it is telling you. It's talking to you. You've got to listen. Yeah. You've got to listen. It's talking. This is Dana. I'm Tiffany. Your Thyroid Nation Thrivers, bringing the collective voice of thyroid thrivers worldwide so that together, united we heal. Thanks, guys. And we Happy are. Happy three years. Happy three years. I love you so much, love honey. Love you. <laughs> Have a wonderful week, everyone.